right, we are back with another episode of the Risk Takers Only podcast, baby. If you have not already started to subscribe, I don't know what you're doing. So I need you to subscribe, like, drop a comment. Um, right now, guys, if you don't know, just to kind of give you guys a little synopsis, if this is the first time you listen to the podcast, the Risk Takers Only podcast is for you um, individuals, families who want to uh, create financial freedom for yourself. You want to do something different. Um, and when I say something different, um, the nine to five, the rat race is just not cutting it. Saving your money, putting your money in a 401k, buying that one house, uh, that is not cutting it in life. And you feel like you want to do more, you know you can do more. This is for, this is for you. Um, this is for risk takers. You have to take a risk to get up to that next level. And especially now, it's 2023, you see a lot of jobs. I think I just posted some today with Walt Disney making 7,000. Um, they cut 7,000 employees. That's 7,000 families, whether they've been working there 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, 7,000 families that now have to find another source of income because Walt Disney had to make a pay cut. And so when I say this, this podcast is for you to make a change, to make a shift in your life, uh, and I hope that I can bring that to you. Uh, I'm not just talking, you know, this BS uh, about making a shift and change. I am actually living proof. I've worked a nine-to-five. I put in multiple hours of overtime, 50, 60-plus hours of overtime. Now I'm in the point where I own my businesses, and I want to teach you how to do that yourself, how to create financial freedom. You're talking about multi-six figures. You want to step into that? This is the podcast for you. So again, I'm going to say it again because I know some of you guys are a little bit hard of hearing. If you want to subscribe, comment, like, I want to hear all the feedback too. So today, just to kind of let you know, guys, real quick, we got episode six today. Episode six is today, but if you haven't watched already episode one through five, put a pause on this real quick. I'm Stop. I said put a pause on it. Go check out episode one through five. And then come back accordingly and check out episode six. Um, so I actually today I'm I'm uber prepared today. I got a list fully. We're gonna go down it one by one because I really want to bring this to you guys. I really my goal out of this podcast is I want to be able to um, I want to tell you my stories. I want to tell you my experiences because there's a lot over the course of my six seven years as being an entrepreneur a father, uh, a a husband, that I want to give you game. Meaning when I say give you game, I want to tell you what I've fucked up on, what I've messed up on, and I want you to do the opposite. I want you to learn from it. So I don't want to say I'm a coach. I don't want to say even a mentor. What it is is I want you to learn from my fuck-ups. And so today, uh, you know, just a little shift. We're doing a little different. We see we got a different studio for one, right? I, do you not understand? I paid a million dollars for this studio that we're in right now. This studio calls me like, no, nah, we ain't in no new studio. We just at my house. But it's a <laughs> it's a nice area, right? I, I just want like, so we decided to bring you guys here where it's a homey vibe, a homey feeling. So I hope you like it, you know what I mean? Because once you guys leave, I'm going to go back and sit and I'm going to drink my Migos by myself. So just letting you guys know, this is a homey vibe today. And... Uh, we're switching it up. We're switching up a little bit because this is what we're doing now. So before, we would have just the pure interview with just me, strictly me, myself, and I. But now, I want to start bringing in some guests. couple reasons why. One of the first, 
I want to bring in guests so I can get different experience for you guys. Um, I, want, I want them to share their experience. I want you guys to have different experiences. I want you to hear different game, different tips, different knowledge um, that I may not be able to give you. Number two, I want guests to give their experiences so it can pull out different stories, different experiences that I may not have shared with you guys already, right? And so now um, the podcast is taking a shift. You're still going to hear me because it's, it's me. It's Mike Upshire. Come on. You're still going to hear about me, but I'm going to be bringing in some of the top multi-six-figure earners around. We're going to be starting right here in Orlando, and we're going to be venturing out. And I, I, I want to bring in different industries. We're going to bring in different industries. We're talking about the roofing industry. Um, we're talking about the card sharing industry. We're talking about the freight broker industry. We're talking about real estate. We're talking about, um, it's just so much that people are doing, so much dope shit that people are doing that if you're not actively looking for it, even on YouTube, you, like you could be under a rock. You know, the algorithms only feed you what you actually type in and watch, right? And so there's a lot of things that you may not even watch that are out there. People are making money and you probably could do it too. You know, you damn sure can do it too. I'm not anyone special. I don't have any college degree. I, I'm just like Kanye. I'm a college dropout. I got about three, four, five, probably about three, four years in college. I don't have not an AA, nothing. What I do have to show for is some past student loan debt. And I say that to say this, the people that we're going to be interviewing are just like you. Nothing special about them. No silver spoon. Someone may have degrees, most don't. But everyone is in the same spot because they're striving for a better goal. These are multi-six-figure earners. And so without further ado, I want to bring on my very first guest. My very first guest, I thought I'm like, okay, I got two or three, I got two or three business partners. And I'm like, man, I'm definitely going to bring my guy on because I, I, there's some stuff that you guys got to hear. But I'm like, wait a minute. In order for me to be here in this seat, in order for a partner to want to partner with me, I had to do something first for them to see that, right? In order for me to even get to that level, to even say a partner, someone wants to partner with me, I had to start out from the bottom. And so I want to introduce to you my partner in our freight brokerage, my wife, Zuli Upshire. Give her a little round of applause, everyone. I'm clapping it up, babe. I'm clapping it up. I'm clapping it up. I'm clapping it up. Hi, guys. I'm excited. Thank you for having me first, babe. Awesome, awesome. So we've been talking about it, and I know my wife, she's, she's a little bit nervous. I am. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, it, it's okay because, like I said, this is episode six, and um, I, I hope you guys can see the growth uh, from episode one till now. Um, I'm still finding my voice. I'm still um, figuring out how I can give, all, give out me and my wife's story so you guys can learn from us. We want you to be able to learn the industries that we're in. And not just the industry that we're in, but learn how to find your niche, your industry, your multi-six-figure business so you can become on the road to financial freedom. But I want to bring in my wife because it's, it's something because you always hear when you're talking about business, entrepreneurship, uh, the family, you always hear about um, the, the guy, the husband, the man. Um, but I firmly believe on the contrary to a lot of people, but I firmly believe that, um, you know, having a strong woman behind you, having a strong woman to have your back by your side 
is so crucial, especially to a young man's development. And so me and my wife, we met each other where I think I was. You were probably like in your 20s. 22, About 22, around. how old were you? Y'all know. I was probably 19. About 19. We were, we 18, were youngins. Like that. I we know I couldn't youngest. drink. I know that for sure. She I couldn't, couldn't drink. I couldn't drink. She legally. couldn't even drink. She still was drinking. Excuse me. So, Mary Lou. Mary Sorry, Wayne, Mom. <laughs> you know, when you hear this, this is my mother and father-in-law. But when, when you hear this, you know, she used to see, when we met each other, she couldn't even drink. Yeah. And so, like, my development was... So crucial. Obviously, you could say as a man, you're going to know who you are through your experiences. But with my wife, you understand, I started to find out who I really was. And she, you know, I, I just can't say enough. And that's why I wanted to bring her on, because I feel like her message, what she has to say, what we've been through, the relationship and her having to deal with me is it, so valuable to where we're at right now. We're not a, a perfect couple. We're an imperfect couple, but we're striving to be the best we are. Yeah. And so when you talk about partnership, you're talking about business, you're talking about multi-six-figure earners, if you want to talk about me, we're going to damn sure talk about my wife. And so the topic today, we got a good topic today, right? We do. We got we this. Do. Do, you want, do you want to go no, over the topic today? You can go for okay. it. Okay. I'm here. So, I'm your guest. So today's topic is, should your wife be your business partner? Should your wife be your business partner? That is a question that if you type in on YouTube, you talk to any couple, you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, mixed answers. And so, you know, obviously, if you guys don't know it already, my wife is my business partner. But I think it's key to take it back a little bit and just talk about how we came up to this point and just break it down a little bit. Um, And so I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to leave. The first question is going to you. Okay. So, do you remember when we met? The very first time? The very first time. Yes. It was outside. We were at a party, right? No, no come on. That, that's you. You're the very... We were at a party. Um, I didn't know who he was. He didn't know who I was. I was there with friends. He was there with his friends. Um, if you ask my husband, I was being very feisty to one of my friends, telling her it was time to go home. Um, I would say after that, we probably saw each other a few other times. Yeah. A few other times, really didn't pay any mind to each other. He would be there. I would kind of be doing my own thing. Um, but we were always around each other after that, kind of in the same circle yeah, same of friends. Circle. Um, and then if we fast forward that a little bit, we actually both started working at the same office. He was my manager at the time. I was just um, an employee. I was on the phones. Um, And I'll let you take it from there. How how deep do you want to go into this? So so when she says she was a little bit feisty, (laughs) um, I always say, and I know she doesn't like this, but I always say when I first met her, I thought she was mean. Um, You know, we were at a party. And, you know, I, I saw her. She had a friend. I, I was there with one of my friends, and she was there with one of her friends. And she was telling her friend, hey, let's go. And uh, back then, she's probably the most responsible one out of all of us there. But she was literally, I Facts. thought she was mean. Facts. <laughs> I thought she was uh, basically mean. But like she said, um, if you fast forward, um, I met my wife. I met her. Not th- Our first time seeing each other was that night. But yeah. actually meeting and conversating was because we were at an office, um, a call center, and I was a manager, you know. I was a manager doing my thing. And she was coming in. She was fresh meat on the phone. And, uh, you know, she was killing it, though. 
She was killing it. It was, it was, it was so much uniqueness about her. She was sexy. She had red dreads. So you guys see her now, right? With the hair all <laughs> nice, you know. I'm a mom. This, this also <laughs> no. goes here too, because my daughter's behind on her tablet, right? She is. She she don't even if she don't even know her mom had red dreads. <laughs> right? So she had red dreads and she was a killer on the phone. But and she was killer on the phone and she always had um a, a like a, a attitude about her, which was like an attitude that I like. You know what I mean? And and so um, you know, just Meeting her, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember our first date. Do you, do you remember that? No, to be honest, I'm trying to think. No, I, I, what I always say about my husband and I is, we just clicked. It wasn't anything like that we can say we looked at each other and it was love at first sight. Like we don't have that story. For us, everything just clicked. I we did. Everything just clicked naturally. Yeah, she just broke Everything stuff. just clicked. Oh, and you will agree. Stop playing God. with me. You will agree. <laughs> everything just clicked naturally. So I don't, I don't even, like you said, I don't remember a, f a first moment where we had our first date or anything. It was just like once that connection was made, that was it. There was like no separating us. It was just this attraction that we had, this connection we had that was automatic. Right? Would you yeah, agree? You, you know, I would say, like she said, we just clicked. And um, one of the things that I felt like really attracted me to her, and I never really get deep. And I'm, we're going to therapy right now for me to be able to learn how to get deep. So for this us. is the therapy. Us. For yes. us. Not just me. For us. Yeah. Um, and so y'all going to come in closer. Y'all going to hear a little bit of therapy session. But um, I always say, like, I married her because of the toughness. But... Um, she, she allowed me to be me. She allowed me to be me and she loved me for me, but you could feel it. And she was very supportive and in my corner. And when I say that, um, you know, and, and when I say this, I know sometimes I say like, she, I know she doesn't like hearing this, but I've, I've like me going out and going downtown, you know, you've naturally been around the block before you've been around. I've, I've been with some women before. And the thing is that you get a chance to see, you know, I'll tell a story. I've, I've, I've you know, there was a, a young woman that, you know, would wake up, you know, the next day, you know, after we went out, she'd wake up and it'll be nine in the morning, putting on makeup. And I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you going? And be putting on makeup to go nowhere, but jet out of my place and go somewhere else. And it's just like, you know, and you can feel it. I'm not stupid. I, I, I work very well off of emotions. And so when she came in the house, it was just like relief. It was peace. The next morning on a Saturday or Sunday, it wasn't putting on makeup to run out and, and hit the streets. It was, I'm here for you. This is our home. Um, would be washing my clothes. I can smell it fresh in the morning. Breakfast being cooked. Um, it, it, it was like, what did we want to do? And then so just understand that was so much in my corner because I was never like a fancy guy. You know what I mean? I never wanted to go out and eat at the fancy restaurants or anything yeah. like that. I was a regular guy, you know, and to be honest, you know, I, I, I love to smoke. I still smoke to this day and it just relaxed me. So me and her, we would shit, we would smoke together, watch movies. We would, we would do activities. Yeah. We would, yeah. we would we do a, a lot, lot of activities, fun. a lot of activities. Yeah. Can, can you give me one of the activities you can remember from our time when we first started to get together before kids, when we oh, first started to date? Oh, I can give date? you a handful. We did, um... We did what? What are those bikes called? Oh, the, the four wheelers, the, four -wheeler. the ATVs. I think ATVs. Yes. We did horseback no, riding. No, no, talk about the ATVs because remember that was. Oh up. my God, I hate ATVs. I'm traumatized. Never will I go on another one again <laughs> unless I'm a passenger. So just to give you guys a little backstory for me, I got my license very late in life. 
Um, my mother had a big fear of driving and that fear was given to me. So when I remember when we, you took me to go ATVing, I always felt so comfortable in everything we did, all the activities, even though it was out of my comfort zone, I always felt comfortable going with my husband or at the time, my boyfriend. Um, and I remember I just thought, okay, it was another activity we were gonna do. And we went, long story short, I took a curve or a, a, a curve a little too quick and the ATV flipped on me. Um, and after that time, I was like, never again am I doing that. But that was just one of many. We did that. We did horseback riding. We did the Kevin Hart show when he was yes. out here. The Red um, Cup. Which one? It was called the Red Cup Tour. Red Cup Tour. Yeah. Um, and that was just a few. We also did like a cruise together. Back then, like I said, our connection was so great that we did all of these things, just him and I. We never really had a group of friends that would come yeah. along, tag along. It was just him and I doing those activities. So that's just to name a few of the many we probably had. I want to talk about a little bit about, um, like you said, feeling comfortable. Yeah. Like, like um, and this is a part that I'm really learning, like, uh, like you said about you, which is I didn't realize that I made her feel comfortable. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. You know, I think that's key to talk about in relationships and everyone needs different things. And for her, you know, her need was just comfort, being safe, secure. Mm -hmm. And and could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Like, so for me, I think um, from the beginning, it's always been um, I've always had a hard exterior in a sense. And I like I said, it was something about when I met my husband that just felt so comfortable. It felt so nice. It felt so secure. Um, and then obviously, as he mentioned, we are in therapy now. So with therapy, I now am learning to express myself a little more. Um, back then, I mean, mind you, I was barely 20. Um, there was no, no time I was expressing my feelings or my past traumas or, you know, what I needed. Um, he just gave me what I needed at that time. Um, and it felt good and it felt safe. Um, now, obviously, through therapy, we're learning to conversate and, and express our emotions because we're both very the same and different in a way. I hold my emotions. I get very emotional. And I told myself, and I know this is what he wants. He wants me to cry on camera for you guys. No, but I'm no, not going no, there today. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going there today. I'm going to hold it together because I'm in therapy and we're working on it. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I'm very emotional. Um, but back then, you would have never really known that about me. I was, like he said, very hard exterior. Um, kind of put that mean, mean girl face on. Um, but it felt good. And there was something I couldn't explain about it. I couldn't explain what it was that felt so good about it. But it felt good. It felt safe. And that's just, that's the best way I can put it into words. So when she says we're going to therapy, just want to let you guys know, okay? So uh, it's not anything bad, but I think this is a, a good positive tip for yeah. couples. Um, for us, we've been together, like she said, since we're, like, since before she can drink. Right now, yeah. she's going to be 28. 20, I'm 28, yeah. 28 right now. And, and like, you are? Tell the, tell the people how old you are also. <laughs> I'm 32. 32. <laughs> so we've been together for a minute. For a minute. You know? So we've been together almost over 10 years. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you, we didn't realize it, but because of me and because of the way we, we treat each other, yeah. she's so supportive in anything that I want to do, anything that is going to benefit the family, that 
for the longest, over those nine, ten years, eight, nine, ten years, we've been going, going, going. And so now we're at the point where we have, and, and so what we've worked so hard for is our time. And so we're yeah. at the point where we put in the time, we put in the work, and so we have our time back. We work yeah. together. Yeah. And so now we understand that there's things that we can communicate a little bit better on, get a little bit deeper on. Yeah. And, and that's what I told you guys earlier, as you can hear from episode one to five, there's so much life experience that I've had uh, that I want to even break it down and get deeper. And I'm not the best to talk about my feelings and emotions. Uh, anytime when it gets to feelings and emotions, I'm more so like, okay, there's some work to do or, or let's continue to move forward and try to push the negative emotions or however the emotions you have, bubble them down. And so... Um, what we're, what I'm learning more so is to get a little bit deeper. And one of the things I didn't realize uh, just hearing from therapy was yep. that I was the I was I was her security safe zone. Safe yeah. zone. And, and 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 fellas, you know, I would not have really the things that we learned in therapy. You know, when we first talked about therapy, what I tell you? Oh yeah, he was totally against it. He was like, no way. I don't think we need that. And I mean, nice. and, she's selling nice words too, by yeah, the way. And in your defense, a lot of people around me felt the same way. You know, my mom felt the same way. She was like, no way. Like you're just paying somebody for you to talk to them. And she would also tell me, um, remember that they make their money off of the next appointment session you have. Um, so in your defense, you weren't the only one that felt that way. There was a lot of people around me that felt that way. I just knew I always could have benefited from it. So once he was on board, I was like, oh, we're in there. I scheduled probably with something within the week. And quick. Yeah, quick. Quick, but how do we... So so this is funny because, one, we had therapy on our um, business plan. Yes. Our, our yes. life plan. We call it yes. a life plan. So we had therapy on our life plan. That goes to show you, too. Me and her, all we're on the same page. Yeah. And, and so we knew we wanted to get better. It wasn't anything that we were saying, oh, man, we're about to have a divorce. But yeah. if, you think, if you really think about it, though, when, it, like when people tend to go to therapy, it's because something is happening bad now. They're going through some type of trauma or some dramatic experience now. Like they're on the verge of breaking up like now. Yeah, divorce so, or whatever that is. Yeah. Divorce or something. And so for us, um, we are always in the mode to want to get better. I know my wife would tell you that's me. Yeah, and I was about to, I literally was about to say, I, that's my husband. Um, he definitely pushes that out of me, which I think is a great balance. And we're learning that it's a great balance as well. But keep going. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, but, but you know, like, she, I knew she was going to say yeah. that. <laughs> but for me, I, I take it very, it's always... Um, it weighs on my mind a lot. You know, I'm always, uh, like, my brain literally, you know, I got challenged by the therapist to say, hey, you know, we may have anxiety. Or I may have anxiety. And it's because my mind is always working, always churning, because I want to be the best Mike Upshire I can be. And that also pours into the way our relationship is, yeah. the kids. And it could be a good thing. I know it's a good thing. But also learning, it is. Uh, it could be a bad thing, too. Yeah. Um, but one of the reasons why, in a good positive note, wanting to get better, I'm like, okay, me and my wife are working together more. We have more time on our hands. Literally, right now, the kids are at school. Uh, my oldest daughter is here because she just had a surgery. Yeah. Um, but normally, we're, it's just us. If you just listen to it now, <laughs> quiet. And so we have time on our hands now between me and her, and so we want to be able to communicate better. We want to be the best husband and wife we can be, the best yeah. partners together we can be, 
because that's going to ooze into yeah. every other aspect of our life. We're talking about our kids. Yeah. It's going to ooze into our mind. We can be the best sons and daughters, not yeah. just like naturally we're going to be the best mother and father for our kids. They're going to get the best from us. Yeah. But our relationship will even flourish better because yeah. we're more than just um, the mom and the father. We're Mike Upshar and Zuli Upshar. We're individuals too. And so that's going to help our relationship get better. And then also, like I said, being a better son, being a better daughter, being a better brother, being a better sister. And so that's why we decided to do it. And uh, taking that step to do it, guys, we, we have done two sessions. Two to three, yeah. Those two to three sessions have been super powerful yeah. and allowed us to really slow it down and really start working on different aspects in our relationship. And so I think that's key. If, if I know this, this podcast is not about therapy, therapy <laughs> but I just want to go ahead and just want to say, guys, if you guys haven't done it, a lot of times, like she said, mentioned in the minority community, you don't really have your mom, your dad, or even friends that you can go to, to talk about this type of stuff. Yeah. And for us, I think it's key also to shout out our business partners, Ron and Rocio, yeah. uh, our business partners on our rental car, our car sharing company. They're the ones who put us on to our therapy, our therapist. Yeah. And, and I think also, too, you have to surround yourself around couples, around individuals that you want to be like or headed in the right direction as you. They have the type of marriage, different things that you want, because we would never have gotten that information from anyone else, yeah. literally, from yeah. no one else except our partners there. So... Um, and just to give some backstory, um, she's interrupting me and stuff. That's how she do. <laughs> just That's to give some backstory, <laughs> because obviously now we're so for therapy and how good it is, but th we weren't thinking about these things when we were nineteen and twenty no. year old. You know, and I think I a big part of our 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 story is understanding how much we went through in those eight years. Um, obviously, everything wasn't peachy king. Everything wasn't great. Um, at the beginning, yeah, we had some good times and then we had some hiccups as any 19 year old would. Um, and then from there, uh, we were working together. Like my husband said, we were working together. Yeah. Um, we did end up getting fired from that job together, um, because they got word that you were looking to start your own thing. Yeah. Um, so obviously I was guilty by association. So we were both let go. Um, that day when we came into the office. And that's kind of where I would say our journey really starts. Um, we took some time off. What was it, like two months at home, a month at home or Just something? About a month, yeah. A month at home. Um, we decided we were going to stay home for that month, really game plan what we were going to do in life moving forward and, and go from there. And then from there, my husband opened up his own company, his own business. Um, I started working in the company as well. Um, my, like he said, my forte is always just helping wherever I can. So at the time, I was the manager of the office. Um, shortly after that, we got pregnant um, with our first, right? I'm, I'm doing yeah. good so far as the timeline. Yeah, so I want to I stop there. On the course of us becoming entrepreneurs, so if you guys haven't, I think, checked out episode two or three, I think it's episode two. We, I talk about how we became entrepreneurs in detail, but I'll just give you a quick synopsis. So um, I got approached by some gentlemen about opening up a call center, the type of call center that me and her had already been working for. Me and her had solidified ourselves as some of the top sales agents, and at the time I was a manager. Um, and so the gentlemen that approached me, they were literally telling me, hey, I'm going to give you money and invest into you to open up and run this call center. And so we were still working for the individual yeah. that we're working for together, when they approached me. And so, uh, you know, 
we they, they ended up getting word that we were opening up that other call center. So the next day that we came in, all our stuff was in the front. My stuff obviously was in the front, but yeah. hers was included. <laughs> like she said, she was guilty by association. And so yeah. for that month, we literally binge watched uh, shows for that entire month yeah. until we decided, you know, and we had some money saved. Yeah. Uh, but we binge watched shows for that entire month and we decided, hey, we have to continue to run that business that we said we were going to start, that yeah. I said I was going to start. And so, mind you, we're still boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. Yeah. But, you know, everything is moving fast. And I just want to let you guys know this. Like, when you talk about risk takers, like, you're, you're talking about the epitome of risk takers. Now, I don't know if it's because we're young and dumb. Maybe <laughs> it was more young and dumb than taking risks. But we really weren't thinking. Um, I feel like I was led by a, led by the spirit. My mom would say, "Led yeah. by the spirit." Yep. Mama, I hope you're right. watching. Shout this. out, mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> but led by the spirit because it was. I told you it was a difference in her. There, like I, I felt the difference. And so on the course of the journey, when we started to open up our own business, she was my right hand. She was my manager. Now she wasn't my partner yet. I had a different partner. I had another partner. But she was the manager, and yeah. she ran that company. And we could talk about tough times during that time. Yeah, go because for it. Because right, right when, right, so I, like right when um, she was the manager, and we were still boyfriend and girlfriend, and and so I'm all, I'm still go, go, go. I got my partner, and I, I remember uh, this one time. Uh, and, and you can help me out with the no, story. No, go ahead. Let's uh, hear your 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 perspective. So I gotta remember <laughs> this because I don't remember it at all. She gonna make sure I remember it, right? But there was a time where something happened, and uh, I don't know what, but I think she says something to my partner, and I, she looking at me like I, she, I think she says something to my partner. I don't know. In the course of like, I felt like I was just talking to the management or ownership. So when we, mind you, we're living in the same house, right? And so we're coming to the house, and I'm telling her like, "Hey, you can't say that type of stuff in front of the in front of the workers. You can't talk to him like that." And she's like, well, you guys are just sitting around or not doing something, talking to the agents, and I'm trying to work. And I'm telling her, hey, you talk like that to him, I'm going to let you go. I don't, I actually do not remember this story, surprisingly. I'm really you know, good at remembering. You don't remember I, this one? I do not you remember this You don't remember, this so, the, so, so remember when we were, we were in uh, our, our town home. We went in yeah. downtown. We went in Baldwin Park. We just moved to Sanford. Yeah. And it was the time <laughs> when we came back and like, hey, I'm going to fire you. Yep. I think there was a few times that he Maybe mentioned. Maybe a few times. Maybe a few times. I, I definitely believe there was a few times that he mentioned he was going to let me go. And again, we were young. So we have business and pleasure mixing all together. We're trying to figure it out. But I will say there was probably a few times he said that to me. That time, yeah. I don't remember fully in detail. But hey, go okay. ahead. Okay, I'm going to let her. Because what was your experience like during that time early on as entrepreneurs when we first got started? I'll be honest. For me... It was a lot of fun, <laughs> if I'm being honest, just because I probably got the best part of it. I was obviously the manager, but I was also able to work with a lot of people that we knew and we were friends with. Um, at that time, I wasn't worried about like numbers and profit and all that. That was all him and his partner at the time. So for me, it was honestly a, a really fun experience. I was young. Um, I had this opportunity to be a manager at an office with all of these people that I liked and got along with. Um, it basically felt like we were going to work, but also hanging out at the same time. Yeah. 
So I didn't have all that added stress that I'm sure you probably had with your partner at the time about profit and our numbers being hit and all of that I stuff. I feel the same way she felt. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't say anything else. It was the, fun. I, I mean, the obviously there was certain times with us that were difficult because at that time, like he mentioned, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. We were young and trying to figure out what this all means in a personal level too. And there was times that business and, and personal kind of overshadowed each other. And that's the times that he would tell me he was going to fire me, but he never did. I'm here still. Um, but it was. It was fun. I would it, say it was fun. It, it was damn sure fun. Um, year one, I feel like at that time we made a lot of money. Um, yeah. We did make a lot of money because we didn't understand and paying our agents good. We didn't understand yeah. SPIF bonuses. We wasn't yeah. saving for taxes. Yeah. So we made a lot of money because we, we profited money that we should not have been profiting. Exactly. And that wasn't on her. That was on me and my partner. Um, but during the time, uh, like she said, majority of our friends from the office that we worked uh, for at the time that we worked yeah. with, they came with us. Yeah. And I think that goes to show you something like, um, one thing for me and her, we were always, uh, I like to say leaders. And when I say leaders in a sense, when me and her got together, we started to do things like, uh, we still went to the club and I, because of me and I would, she would gladly stay home and watch a movie. <laughs> I would. But we went to the clubs because of me and blew money on bottles and different things because of me. But also I was able to save because of her. She got me organized. Uh, she came right in just to let you know a difference, guys. When you're talking about your woman, when she, I had a, a, a condo in Baldwin Park, and when she moved in with me, she immediately came in and said, Hey, what can I cover? More so, I'm paying for this, I'm paying for the utilities. You cover, you can cover the rent. That's this is your place, but I'm paying for the utilities. And she came in automatically contributing. Um, and so, just those things come in automatically contributing. Um, she started to pay the bills, so now all the bills in the house, including the rent, she would pay and take care of. Um, that type of organization, that type of uh, that that I needed that. I needed that, and so um, talking about it now, like when we said um, our first year, it was very it was very fun. She yeah. was the manager, so she kept the business organized, flowing, running. Um, and and me and my partner, to be honest, we we first time entrepreneurs. I'm over here. I'm eating that airy fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would get mad because she knew, like, I would come in, and during the day, we'd come in, check in, make sure everything is good, and then after about lunchtime, we would drift off, me and my partner, yep. and we would go eat, and we would be eating at fancy restaurants while she was still there holding it down, but that was the type. That was what I needed. When you talk about someone, and we're not even married yet. This is boyfriend, girlfriend, but she had my back where I can literally go do anything, and the business would still profit and make money because she would make sure it made money, Right? And so early on for me, uh, when we first got started, like she said, it was it was super fun. We were on cloud nine yeah. until we understood taxes, until I understood taxes. Yeah. But um, I wanted to talk about the transition now because starting out, it, it was fun it was. and everything, but the transition now, starting a family. Yeah. Starting, I want to talk a little bit about starting a family because it's different. It's easy for you as an individual entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, you husband and wife, you don't have other responsibilities when I'm talking about kids. Yeah. Um, and so for us, that was very easy. We can bust our ass. We can work early. We can work late, long hours out the day. We can go party, yeah. come back. We had our weekends together. So it was easy to have a bad week or a bad day because you can chill out. As soon as you get to the house, you can yeah. chill out on the weekends. Yeah. And like she said, at that time, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We're just getting started. Yeah. We're going four-wheeling. We had 
We were just going on a trip to the Bahamas. We went to Cali. We had Mexico scheduled. Yeah. We were, uh, it was we were doing. It we, was a bliss. Every horseback riding, like you name it. We were doing all that. And then she, I remember the day we were, <laughs> she comes to me. I'm laying down. No. No. Spin it around. That Let was, me. that was the second one. Okay. If, okay. If you okay, remember okay, correctly. Okay. Yeah. We, we went, have three kids, y'all. So we do. We do have three kids. I mean. Sorry, we love you guys. Um, but <laughs> we were actually um, on a cruise. We booked a cruise to the Bahamas. It was our first cruise, our first cruise each other individually, mm -hmm. but then also together. Um, and we were on the cruise, and we were so excited. We were going to take our first cruise together. And I think it was like a short three-day Bahama cruise. Um, I got on the boat and immediately started to feel seasick, what I thought was seasick. Um, and it was horrible. I was throwing up. I was buying all the bands you the can bands put on, the... the oils to put behind your ears. I was buying it all, trying to feel good. Um, and I think it was, and I, at the time, I didn't realize it. The only thing I could stomach was a turkey sandwich and I think pickles or something like that. At the time, I didn't realize, hello, that probably means you're pregnant. Um, I just thought, I'm sick. I'm on a boat. I've never been on it before. So this is what's happening. Um, shortly after that, uh, we arrived home. It was a three-day cruise. I made it through. We arrived home. And once we arrived home, it continued. The whole ride home, I was throwing up until we got home. And I think that's when I had told you, I think we need to buy a pregnancy <laughs> test or something like yes. that. Yes. Right? Yes. I think that's when I asked him or said, I think we need to buy one. That's why she here, y'all. Because <laughs> I, like, if it would have been by myself, I would have been telling y'all just a, it, it, is a is that, Would that have been a lie? No, because you would have technically been, my, my said our second child. My intent. Story. You're right, though. Yeah. My, but the, also the intent. Yeah. Though, right? Yeah. But so let me, can I, can I yeah, just, go stop for on it. that? Okay. So, like she said, um, we were on a cruise. And our first cruise, one of the things also, too, I had never traveled. Yeah. All the money I was making, literally, I was 20, probably 20, 21, 22. 22, 22, 23 at the time. Yeah. 21, 22, 23 at the time. Yeah. I'm getting paid 13, 14, $1,500 a week. Sometimes I can touch a $2,000 check, $2,500 check a week. And you know, the only thing <laughs> I knew to do with it, the only thing I knew to do with it was take it downtown. No, no, no. I didn't just take it downtown. As soon as I cashed it, I took it to the mall. Yeah. I took it to the mall and bought all. I, I will buy this outfit. Yeah. We had from a the Friday mall, routine. A Friday routine. Get our yeah. nails done. Yes, fellas, you gotta get your nails Absolutely. done. Absolutely. No woman likes to see crusty dirty nails. nails. Ill. No. And if your feet looking like the big claw and big foot, then no, no. So we used to get our nails done. Yeah. And then from there we used to hit the mall. We used to always get a new outfit for that night. And so. Get a new outfit for that night, and then thinking you a big dog, we used to call bottle service oh my God, and yeah. used to order bottles and a, a, a table and a section in the club. And that is all I knew to do with my money, and what a complete fool, a complete idiot I was. Now, I my mean, wife, and not, not you alone, though. I feel like I was maybe a little bit better at saving, yes, but I was still right there with you. Oh, she liked the party. I was going to say, I was still right there with but, you. But, but, but <laughs> if you had to choose, 
if if I let it be up to you, what we what would we have done? Would we yeah. have been in that VIP and club no, doing that? No, if it was we... up to me, I was I am still definitely a homebody. I would have much rather been home, having a drink, smoking an L, and relaxing with my man, watching a movie. If that if it was up to me, but because he was so outgoing and still is, I'm always down for a good time, always. But if it was up to me, I definitely would have been home. And still to this day, I probably would still pick being home, watching a movie, and just hanging out. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, and, and to, to go back, we, we just started to travel. Yeah. And, and because of her, it was like, hey, we, we're making this money. Why are we blowing it? Yeah. And, and mind you, I think, did I, had I, did I get in trouble already? Yes. We're going to talk yes. about it. Yes. We're going to talk about it. I think it. that's so, part of the breakdown that you have to give them now in order to see the, the perspective and the full, you're right, full you're right. circle so, moment. So, and I don't want to leave this out too. And, and so in the midst of us dating, right? And this is as we open up the business, you yep. the manager. I, I was am, a homebody. You were a homebody. You were you're the manager, still at home. And I was still outgoing, me and my partner. And and I, I, I messed up. I, I did a guy thing. And I did the whatever with another girl, but it wasn't just that. <laughs> we can say he cheated. We, we went, I cheated. I cheated. <laughs> and not just just hearing about it getting caught, but the girl I think sent the whole. Yeah, it was extra. It was like a, a it picture. Was it was it was a shot at her. It wasn't just like, hey, you found out through a message or something. Yeah. And mind you, I want to say this throughout our relationship. She would pop up. She was. She, she wasn't that type. But you would look through my phone if. if oh, absolutely. You know. I, like girls, let's be real. Women, let's be real. When we're young, and we're dating, I'm absolutely grabbing that phone and scrolling through it while he's asleep. A hundred percent. I'm not denying it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no. Yeah, I did. He would fall asleep. He would probably get a little too wasted, fall asleep, and I would grab that phone, and that would be my time to go to town. I'm checking everything. Messages, text messages, Instagram, Facebook, interactions. I mean, I was checking it all. She, she would check it all. <laughs> There's she, no way around and, and, that one. And when she looked through there, like, like, like um, she, would say some, she would say some things, and yep. so it would be that borderline, you know. But this particular time... Yeah. We were good. We were in business, and we had an operation going on. And so uh, the girl had just—it was just a messy situation, mind you. You know, the girl really wanted to hit her because it—it in a sense, I had cut off every other female I was messing with, and and I chose her. But me being me, at that time, I cheated. The girl made sure to not just say, "Oh, find it out." Oh, she wanted to hit her where it hurt it. And from that point on. It kind of put me in a situation where obviously the trust was broken. Mind you, she's still my manager, and and we're still having a business. So this is personal mixed with business yeah. now, right? Yeah, and we had. I mean, and I don't want to. I don't want to act like our story was great and and perfect and you know picture perfect. We definitely had little situations in between all of that before yep, this yep, thing. Yep. Just little things, you know, little things. So was, guys out there, if you think this is a, me and her relationship is perfect, just let you know, yeah. we, we went through our stuff. For sure. Yeah, it wasn't just a one-time cheat. It was, a, it, 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 we went through our little things, you know, issues yeah. from text messages, little exactly. things like that. And so I, we want to put that out there to show the growth that we have now. But to be honest, like I said, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. And I feel like she was more ready to be a mom, a wife, ready yeah. to commit than I was. Yeah. And uh, I remember it uh, even before that, right? 
Okay. You remember we had an argument. Okay. The argument where you messed up. My mom got me these pots. Oh my God, yes. My mom got me pots. these pots. Listen, when I first moved, I moved out on my own into a condo, right? <laughs> this condo involvement part was nice. So my mom came in, she got me these pots, and I messed up, and she smashed the pots, and I would just. I was distraught, y'all. I was yeah. distraught. You Until know I mean? this day, I remember it was the funniest <laughs> thing because I don't even remember what the the argument or whatever was about. I just remember I was mad, I was pissed, and the first thing I saw next to me was a pot, and I smashed that pot. I didn't care where that pot was from. I grabbed that pot and smashed it. These days, we're more in control of our emotions, so that's not happening as often. And if and we don't have glass pots, so she can't. No, and if I mean I've, I mean (laughs) let's be real. I've always been that type of person. I get mad and I do want to destroy something. If you ask um, my sister Jen, she will tell you that I broke my phone a little too many times than I should have. You probably don't even know that. But anyways, I grabbed this pot that he had and I just threw it on the floor and I destroyed it. And his initial reaction was, my mom got me that pot. (laughs) That is my favorite pot. Until this day, I will not stop hearing about the pot that I destroyed that day. So in this instance, the the pot is associated with a great story. It is. It is. And when she, that, that argument, I remember like it was yesterday, that particular argument, um, I remember telling her like, because, and so fellas, I know how it feels where, you know, you know what you want, but you know what you want and what you need. But because of your instincts, uh, you being a guy, young, stupid, dumb, no excuse, but because you being that person, you are doing stupid stuff, whether you're messaging a girl, whatever it is, you have someone you're committed to and you messing around on the side. And so I remember it. She, we, I would always used to get caught with little, just small little things, right? And that <laughs> that particular argument, I remember telling her like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna get over this one day, and we ain't even gonna be arguing about this. We gonna be arguing about something bigger than this. And it's our gonna kids. be about what our kids' names are." Yeah. And if you really think about it, back then I was so serious. It wasn't a. It could have been back then. I'm trying to like get myself out of that yeah. being in trouble. But I like now that I know about myself, one of the one of my top traits, and I'll say it is it's called futuristic, meaning that I have a, a, a very vivid uh, picture of how my future looks. And so I am very excited to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so even then, I already knew that I was going to get over it. We were going to get, get over it. We were going to get over it because it we be were together. Bigger. It was like we already meant to be together and it's like we're gonna be arguing about something different and truth be told our arguments these days is not about me going out with women and different things like yeah. that it's about me opening up a little bit more communicating a little bit more and vice and, versa and vice versa and but the difference like i told you is just like back then that particular argument yeah if you think about it it's like the epitome of our life like we're forecasting we just naturally yeah. knew it wasn't something that we sit down and i've yeah. talked I, I know a lot of friends a lot of our friends they are very calculated in their yeah, relationships. They are. And for us, we were not calculated. We yeah. went off of strictly love. Yeah. Love ain't going to pay the bills alone, y'all. Y'all no. got to do some more things. But the love we had, the, yeah. the fact that she had my back, because her personality is the opposite of mine. That's why she's my yin and yang. Um, you know, do you want to even elaborate a little bit on that? On the yin and yang part? Yeah. yeah. Like, just the, how we operate together 
Yeah. Just my personality and your personality. Because even in this interview, they, they, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm messing these guys up right now because they got to turn the camera to, to get us. Like, so when someone's talking, right? I'm, I'm fucking these guys up right now because I run my mouth. And you see my wife, I'm talking more. And so you can look at it, you can be like, man, how is that relationship working? Yeah. I'll let her say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I love it. I love it. He pushes me out of my comfort zone. And I think for my personality, I'm very much in my comfort zone. Um, so for our relationship, it just works. When there's a time that he needs to calm down, I might be able to help him with that. Or vice versa, where there's a time that I need to be pushed a little bit more, he will do that for me. Um, it's, it's hard to put it into words, I feel like, because it, it's just always worked. That's what it is with us. It's always just worked. Um, like you said, it was always a feeling that we knew we would be together. We knew that we would be having kids. And mind you, we were young. We were so young. I don't even think we were taking much of life serious at that point. But there was just something about it that just felt like this is it. This is this is where we're going to be at in X amount of years. We're going to be talking about our kids and, and this and that. And we, I mean, for me, I would have never imagined that this is how my life would have been. I never would have imagined I would have been an entrepreneur. Um, I actually, which this kind of brings us back to the story of how I found out I was pregnant. Um, as soon as I found out of, I was pregnant, we kind of went into game mode. Like, okay, what is our, what is our plan from here? Right. And for me, it was like, okay, go to school, right? I'm going to go back to school. You know, that's, I didn't, I was never the person to be like, I'm going to own my own business. This is my passion. These are my goals. Like that was never me. For me, it was always, I want to have a family. I want to have a loving husband. I want to have a great household, a household filled of love. Um, so for me, as soon as we found out I was pregnant, it was like, okay, what are we going to do from here? So we formulated. I want to, I want to stop on that. Yeah. We formulated a, a game plan. Go ahead. So, so I want to stop on there because, um, so now the transition is made. And so when we are just before kids, yeah. we're moving and grooving. We're, we're going out. Yeah. We're seeing people. We're talking to people. We're going and doing things. And then that la that trip, that, that cruise Bahamas, that we took to the yeah. Bahamas is when we started to figure out, you know, okay, something is wrong. She took the pregnancy test yeah. and all of a sudden, boop, she's yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Unexpected. And then it's kind of like for me as a man, I'm like, and be, me being raised, I, I shout out to my mom and dad, being raised the right way, yeah. uh, I, automatically my mind was, I have to provide. I have to provide for her. I have to provide for my, my, my soon-to-be child. Unborn child, yeah. Uh, and, and so that's when we started the game plan. And then one of the things that you know everyone defaults to now, which our mind was programmed like that, is like, okay, yeah. I'm going to work. I'm going to stick to this entrepreneurship thing because I got something here. I like it. I don't want to go back. So that was a, a, a difference. But we still had that same mentality, those same things that we were, that has been embedded in our mind. And so the first thing we ran to was what? School. School. Go yeah. back to school. And so Which she, actually I had already been in for a yes. little while. She's had, she, were you already in it and did you take a break or what? I was in it. Um, yeah. When we were working at the office, I was in it. And then I think I was in it. Yeah. I think I took a break. I think I'm, I'm, my timeline might be a little yeah. off, but I think I took a break at some point. And what were One, you doing? What were you going to school for? I was um, going to school for medical assisting. At first, I was going to school for radiology was my initial um, thing that I was going for. And then, if I remember correctly, I did end up taking a break. I think that was around the time we both got fired yep. and we were figuring out what yes. we were going to do. And then once I came back to school... 
Um, I met with my counselor and I was basically like, hey, I'm pregnant. I need to get something done and basically just pick the quickest option that they had available. I was doing pretty much so a- Is that how we came to the, the, cause I don't even remember, but how do we Yeah, I decide? think we decided, we said, well, you were already doing the schooling. So you go back, focus on that, finish that. Cause that's going to be a first year thing. We know we'll have the benefits, which everyone always talks about. Um, we know we'll have, we'll know how much I'm getting paid weekly um, and it'll be security. And then we decided that you'll keep doing the entrepreneurship and we would kind of just run the household in that way, which I did. Yeah. I went back to school. Um, we decided on medical assisting. I had a few hiccups in between because I did get pregnant a few times in between. <laughs> so every time I would come back, I would come back pregnant again um, and it would make my, my time frame a little bit longer. But I did graduate. I ended up graduating right after I had my our second daughter. Um, and then just... That kind of just brings us to this next journey of life. So, so just saying that, like, um, ha getting pregnant the first time with our firstborns, yeah. uh, Mia, um, that time, you know, was a unique time because she was going to school. Um, yeah. But then, like she said, immediately when Mia uh, was born, um, we didn't listen to what the doctor's orders were told. Yeah. And then our, our second born, Lonnie, came out. And yeah. that was, their, we call they're Irish twins. They're 10 months apart. 10 months apart. Yeah. And so she's pregnant while in her externship. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was pregnant during my externship. What we had decided we were going to do is obviously I was already pregnant like three months later. <laughs> so we just decided I was going to stay home at that point. Um, finish schooling, not worry about anything else, but just finish schooling because now we have two that are going to be on, one on the way and then one that was already born. She was a newborn. Um, and then, yeah, I went back to school and I did my externship while I was, I think, eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant. I was ready to pop when I was doing my externship. Um, and then, yeah, can, you can continue from there. So, and so just like she said, she's doing an externship. Uh, I am... Uh, taking care of our firstborn. I'm a new, I'm a new dad. Yeah. Uh, new experience. While my, I'm driving my wife to work. Uh, mind you, I don't think you could drive this yet. You I did not have, have my license yet. No. She, she didn't have her <laughs> license just yet. No. Um, but I'm driving her to work or driving her to her externship. I'm watching my my oldest daughter at the time. She's a, 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 a just a baby. Yeah. And she's pregnant again, and so I'm I'm still on the entrepreneurship route. And so if you remember during that time. It was hard. I don't, I don't know if my... It, 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 it was... It was hard. It was fucking hard. Because yeah. you remember my mom and dad came, and that was the time that they came and talked to us. Yeah, I was going to say, during that time... How, um, what was your feeling during that time? Like, like as me time, being a new entrepreneur, and you doing the externship... It was we got overwhelming. A, uh, okay. Yeah, it was overwhelming to say the least, right? Um, especially, I think, for a woman's perspective... Um, I know we say this a lot, but when there's a baby on the way, usually the woman's life changes a lot more than the man, um, which kind of brings Lies. us to to our situation where he was still having the option of going out, right? Yeah. And for me, I had to now sit home. And back then, I mean, yes, I was a homebody, but I enjoyed a good time. And I enjoyed having a good time, whatever that meant at that time. Um, and for me, it was hard. You know, I was, I had a newborn. I was pregnant. I was going to school. Um, my boyfriend at the time was living the entrepreneur life, which meant like, 
hanging out with his partner. That's what it felt like in my eyes. It felt like he was hanging out with his partner. She can say it. She can go, say it. Look, going, that's her true opinion. Getting lunch <laughs> and eating out. And and then when nighttime came around, um, he still had the option to go out versus I was still having to stay in-house. Um, and I don't want to knock him. He was awesome. He was great for the age that we were in. We were both young and didn't know any better. But he did. He had the option of going out. And whenever he had the option of going out, he was going out. And I was being the one stuck at home, you know, taking care of the baby and also being very pregnant. Um, and I think during around that time, it, it got difficult for us. We were trying to balance life and kids. And if you guys realize, our story from the beginning was very fun and free. And now it's just a complete 360. We have all these responsibilities. And there was a time where, you know, we were kind of, I remember calling my mom in the bathroom. He was out at the club. I had a baby sleeping. I was very much pregnant and calling my mom and telling her, you know, I don't think that I can do this. You know, I don't think this is the life I want to live. I cannot imagine having to stay home with kids while he's out and about. This is unfair. I remember feeling that way. This is unfair. It's not fair that I have to stay home and do all of the, these things and his life continues as I'm home. Obviously, he has more responsibilities, more money needs to be made. But in a sense, that's how I felt. It was unfair. Um, and I remember I've always been very much close with his mom. Um, even when the cheating thing happened, I called his mom right away because I always knew that I didn't want to call my mom. I knew she would feel a certain way about him and I didn't want that image to change in her mind. I wanted to keep him at a certain image with her. So she was never the first why, person why I called. Why did you want to do that? Because I loved you and I wanted to protect you. I, I, think, wanted, that, I think that's key, something key to yeah. talk about before we go into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I never wanted to call my family or call my mom or call my dad and ever say anything in a negative light about my boyfriend at the time because I knew I loved him. I was being emotional in the moment. I knew that I felt these feelings, but I knew deep down I loved him and I wanted to protect him. And my mom being the type of person that she's very much similar to the same way as I am in a sense. Um, if anybody messes with her family, she's gonna take it to heart. And I didn't wanna taint that image, especially not us being young. Uh, my mom's opinion meant a lot to me at that time. So I didn't want to take that image. So when the cheating thing happened, I did. The first person I called was his mom. Mind you, I it wasn't like I really knew her that nope. way. I, I probably had seen her once before that or twice. We had hung out at, at the house. Um, but um, I called her right away. As soon as I, I, I knew that happened, as soon as I got the messages, I called her. Um, and she kind of, you know, helped me work through it, helped talk me through it. Um, and even fast forward to when we had our first daughter, um, when we were going through those rough patches, I remember calling, we call, I called his mom and, you know, and I was venting to her and letting her know, you know, I don't know if this is something that can happen or not. Um, and I remember your mom and dad came right over. They sat us down on our dining room table, which we still have, and just made us have an open conversation with them about what was going on and how they could help. I think they, that, that conversation um, with my mom and dad, that conversation was, it was, it was different. It was. Because I, I walked away knowing some stuff that my dad did or that, yeah. that my mom and dad went through that I didn't know yeah. that they revealed at that time with us. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, for I, me, I like to say, like, I don't really realize it. And she will say it. A lot of people tell me, but I'm really blessed 
Um, when I say blessed, like yes. to have the family that I have, specifically my mom and dad. Yeah. And uh, my mom and dad are very so powerful um, between my mom and her spiritual side, and, and she just has a softness about her that mm -hmm. you can come to her and she's not going to give you any judgment. And my father's the same way. Yeah. Um, but I'm very much like my father, and so you know everything is with good intent. But obviously, yeah. you know some things you know sharp needs to be sharpened, and yeah. then just them coming together to basically minister to us, yeah. talk to us about what they've been through, and they put yeah. they put some stuff out there yeah. that allowed us at that time what we needed. Yeah, and, and that, that was our therapist at the and time. And at that time, I think we forgot to also mention we were engaged. We were no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. Because we had already had my first daughter. Yes. He proposed when I gave birth. And at yep, that time, yep, yep, yep. Um, we were engaged. So I think that was our first taste of, and mind you, from my background, no one in my family really has been in a relationship long term, in a marriage long term. Um, my mom and my stepdad have been together for a while. But it wasn't anything that I really experienced when I was young. So for me, I had no clue about marriage. Um, I just thought it, you know, it worked. It, it, you're happy, you love each other, and it works. That's it. So I think in that moment when they did come over was the first kind of taste for us to know that this shit is not going to be easy. You know, it's going to be work, and we have to continue to put work into it um, in order for it to be what you want it to be. And that, I would say, is our first taste of it was during those conversations, during those hard times that your parents kind of helped us out with. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to, just to kind of add on that, I, and, and you brought that up, I, I totally forgot yeah. that we were engaged. Yeah. Um, during those times, it's like, for me, I'm naturally a, 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 a doer. I take action. So we're yeah. going and moving, tackling business. Um, firstborn is out. Also, yeah. we're pregnant again. <laughs> and mind you, this is also too... Like, uh, like I don't even really know your mom, and we're getting to know your mom. And oh we're my talk, God, yeah. talk, going through the stuff and telling mom and dad that we're pregnant again, my yeah. mom and dad. Oh, my God, yeah. But we're still trying to make it in business. And mind you, this is second and third year in business. First yeah. year, what we learned, we learned, we made a lot of money because we didn't know about taxes. We didn't, <laughs> we know, didn't about, know anything. We didn't know anything. <laughs> so the second and third years were struggles because now we're having to pay taxes. We're like, okay, we, we're losing employees because we're not paying them well because I have an iron fist. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, for leadership, and so so many different things are going on in the business side. Now we're trying to manage personal, and so my mom and dad coming on that day, you know, I felt like it was a changing point. It did help because mind you, I was still in the doghouse yeah. par se. Yeah, I had already fucked up. Yeah, and I was doing what I could to not go anywhere, even though I still had my partner doing what I could not to still yeah. go anywhere. And I remember, you know, just. Like, I remember one time my boy, uh, shout out to my boy Shamar, he had his birthday party. Oh, yeah. And I went to go eat with him. And he had a whole bunch of people eating with him, uh, a lot of friends, uh, family. And I remember they were all talking about going out that night. And I remember telling her about going out that night. And it was uh, just, I don't know if we had a big argument, but it was yeah, an I argument. Yeah, I think we had an argument. Yeah, basically sure. saying, like, I'm like, I've been in a doghouse. I've been doing everything you said right. You know what I mean? And she like like say, but you still did wrong and I still can't trust you. And <laughs> Yeah, that was very much me. It, it took a while. I think a lot of couples go through that. And a lot of couples go through that now about, you know, someone did something wrong. There's trust issues. So obviously you got to build that trust. But then also it's like, I still want to be me and do some things. And it's like, at that time we were going through it. Yeah. And, and that was uh, when we had two kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then fast forward, I mean, during that time, 
Um, once we had the second one, we realized there's, there's just, there's no way. There's no way you're working, we're paying two daycares, you're doing entrepreneurship. And it, a sense of me felt like there was no way I was putting my two tiny babies into daycare either. Um, so at that time, we decided I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. Yep. I did that. We had our third shortly after. Mind you, she gra- she actually graduated. I did. We gotta we gotta we gotta talk about that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she actually graduated. That's like whoop, back we there. We paid all this. She she well, you paid all that money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At that time, yeah, I was yeah, I was paying so my student loans. She's yeah. paying it, and she paid all that money at the time to get this degree. She actually graduated. Yeah. And did you even apply for anywhere? No, she she no. actually graduated. Didn't even apply for not one place because no. then we decided, hey, after we're looking at the cost of daycare, uh, and we didn't just want to throw our kids in any daycare, yeah. but we were like, hey, I'm still making the money. We're good. And that's when she decided to be. We decided that she was gonna be a stay-at-home mom. Yep. Now we have three kids. My son is born. Uh, we're still in a townhome. Yeah. And it, it's we're, we're living it. I, I'm working, doing the entrepreneurship thing. I, I got a couple different businesses open at that time. And my wife is a full-blown stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Um, the kids are not in school yet, but we have kids at the house. What were the ages when we were married? Um, Brooke? So I think at the time we probably had a three, a two, and a few-month-old. Yep, right? yep. And, yeah. and so... Uh, I want to talk about this because during that time, you know, it, I don't want to say it gets, it got boring, right? But we got into a rhythm, a rhythm, a nice rhythm and routine. And for me, she knows that I'm all, I'm, I'm that guy who, and discipline is something that, uh, Mm -hmm. consistency, I would say not discipline more. So consistency, I love change. And I think I got that bug from me coming from Chicago to Florida I went to three different high schools. I went to three different colleges. And so change for me is nothing new. I kind of love change. I like it. I don't want to say love it. I like it. And I can adapt. And, and for so, me, I'm polar opposite. Polar opposite. I've lived in Florida my whole life, born in Florida, stayed, probably only switched schools when I was in high school once. Um, pretty much know all the same people from like elementary to almost high school. So I was the complete opposite. For me, I'm very much like, okay, let's make somewhere a home and let's stay there for the rest of our always. lives. <laughs> she she will always say that too. She will want a home and she will yeah. not want to move. And for me, you know, I, we would live in a place and I would get tired of living in that place and we would move somewhere else and and we were living that life. I remember we were we were in a town home and then through me getting in real estate, mind you. The business that me and her started where she was the manager was not the business at that yeah. time when we had three kids that I was in. I, I was in real estate at that time. Mind you, I'm still dipping, dabbling, you know, hustling in, in any other business that can pay me money. But we're in real estate, and we, need, we ended up getting a great deal on a property in Waterford Lakes um, in, here in Orlando, Florida. And we, need, we ended up moving. And, and that, I believe, was the change because at that time, we started to entertain buying a home. Yeah. Um, our, one of our dreams, if not both of our dreams, was to have a home with a pool in it, yeah. right? Yeah, we still. And I, I, like, there was one of my one of my tra- the trainers, friends, mentors in the finance industry. We would always have a joke, and he would always say, "Hey, you are gonna get that home with that pool?" And mind you, our dreams and our goals were what? Yeah. We had basically reached it. We had the family. My yeah. wife was able to stay at home, and we had a home with a pool in it. And we're like. It, it still, it, it wasn't enough. 
And from definitely for me wasn't enough because I'm always looking to progress. But I know for my wife it wasn't enough because at that time we started to entertain you coming back. Back. When I say coming back, like coming from being a stay-at-home co yep. mom, coming back into the workforce. Yeah, because throughout those years, I dibbled and dabbled. There was a few months that if he needed me, remember, yes, yes. I would go back in um, and help in with that whatever was needed at that time. So there was definitely some times that I would come in, come out. Um, but most mostly, I was just a fool. There were times time where you come in mom. and you were you were HR. Yeah. Um. There was times where, for the time, I feel like during some of the pregnancies, you were still there managing yep, yep. payroll, different things yeah. like that. And so she would always help. Um, but then I remember it was a point in time where we assembled a team with yep. MZM, which is the first business we started. Uh, MZM, by the way, stands for Mike, Zuli, Mia, Milani. And Michael. And Michael, <laughs> just a guy to let you know. But we assembled a team. Yep. and. At that point, now it was like we were kind of like cruising. We were yeah. cruising along, and we were we were at a certain standstill because we were cruising. We we had a certain threshold that we couldn't reach, but it was enough to just be able to, I guess, live what the American dream was. Yeah, it's, and I guess when you say cruising, what's cruising means you were putting a lot of hours in. Yeah, yeah. He was gone a lot of time um, from the house. He was. I remember there would be mornings where he would be up and out of the house by 8 a.m. if not before, mm -hmm. and then would be coming home by 10 p.m. if not later. Um, and that's what he calls cruising. I would be home with the kids full time. And then I think during that time, we didn't know anything different. You know, we just knew we had three kids. We had to provide. This is this is what you're doing. You're going to be working full time, making sure our bills are paid. And how would you feel, though? Not to interrupt, but how would you feel during that time? To be honest, and it's funny because we didn't prep for this at all. He he kept trying to talk to me and tell me the topics, and I'm like, no, I just want it to be fully natural. I just want to go in there and really just have a conversation. Yep. Um, and I remember this was the only question you brought up last night or the only topic you mentioned last night when we were talking about it was how did I feel during those times? And I really got to thinking, how did I feel? And I think it's because there was so many things going on so fast that I didn't really feel much about it. It almost felt like this is our duty. Like we have to do these things because now we have three kids. There wasn't ever a time back then that I was like, oh my God, he's working so many hours. It was like, no, I know he's going to be gone from this hour to that hour. He's doing what he has to do so I can stay home with these kids and give them the dream that I would have always wanted to give my kids. So I really thought about that question and Truly, I don't think I felt it in the moment, which actually brings us to a topic with our therapist. Our therapist is like really good at putting all of that into perspective yeah. for us because it moves so, so fast and because it all happened so fast. There wasn't really much time for us to stop and think of our feelings and think about how we're feeling, how much we miss each other, how much we're not seeing yeah. each other. It was just grind mode. It was definitely yeah. just grind mode during that time. I will say this too, though. Um, I think it was able to work well because not just because of me, uh, naturally I have a mentality that I'm going to go regardless, but because of her, um, I like, I look, I, I've listened to some relationships where the guy's looking to go and it's grind mode, like you said, yeah. and the woman is just straight up pulling him back. Yeah. You need to spend more time here with the family, spend more time with me. I want to get this done, my hair done. And you were so awesome because at that Thank time you. you didn't need all of that. No. And I know you wanted it, but you didn't need it. Yeah. 
Like, if we didn't, if, if we were having bad months, a bad time of the year, but we weren't making money early on, she knew, well, we, I wouldn't get my hair cut. No. We wasn't getting no nails done. We wasn't no. getting none of that. We wasn't going out doing none of yeah. that. And, and I think, like, like I said, I, I really want to big up my wife on that because if you guys, you guys got to realize, like, during this all, like she said, I'm hustling and bustling, and for me, that's normal. She's holding it down. It ain't no time where I'm coming back in and I got to be like, oh, what's for dinner? Or the, di the dishes is not done or the house is not clean. No, everything was perfect, perfect. And... And for me to be busting my ass, I can come home and have clarity to continue to create because everything I'm doing is for our family. Yeah. And, and at this point in time, I've gotten over going out and having yeah. to be seen and see other women. At that point, I'm a hermit. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. We were, we were laughing because this is how we feel. When I talk about, I, you, you hear a couple of clips of me talking about buying a home. And my feelings towards it, I want to really get in a little bit deeper into it because my feeling towards it is when you're like we're talking about now, you're on the come up. We're just starting. Buying a home is the last thing you want to do. Yes, it's going to be a, a good investment in the long term. But right now, you guys can't you guys may not be able to get over there to that long term. You got to make some money now. And so buying a home for us wasn't the thing that we wanted to do because it was so much capital involved to put into there where our capital was was going to our business and to personal development and into ourselves. And so buying a home, we talk about a luxury prison. We were in a house, yeah. awesome looking property. Um, the price that we wanted at had a pool, everything. But we literally were in a luxury prison. She was taking care of the kids, not going out, seeing the light of day yeah. besides going out with them or, or your, um, your Walmart orders yeah. or your Publix orders. Yeah. And at the time, working in real estate, I was working from home. And so it's like, man, you start to really think like, okay, at that time we started to see what do you really want to do? Yeah. And, it, and, and it wasn't because we needed her to come back to the workforce to make money. It's because it was a want. Yeah. And, and for me, I really very much wanted to push her because my wife did so much for me to allow me to be clear, have the clarity, be able to produce and come home that at that point it's like, okay, good. Now you've done your part for me. Now, I'm doing my part because we started to bubble up in real estate and we were no. dominating. It was like, okay, now, what do you want to do? Yeah, and that was hard. That was I hard. I remember. It was, it was hard. We had to have some, some tough um, talks, definitely. It was hard because I had been a stay-at-home mom for almost six years, five years at that, at that point, right? And that's all I knew. You know, I went from being this this woman that worked and, you know, made her own money and, you know, and hustled and whatever to now the last five years of my life were spent at home with my kids. And it almost became this safe zone again where it's all I knew and all I wanted to do. And even though I knew that that person was still in there because that's who I am, I come from two parents. My dad's an immigrant. My mom's Puerto Rican. Um, and they both work very, very hard. I've always seen my parents work. There, there's not a time Hard. that I do not, I remember not seeing my parents work. I remember being with sitters because my mom was always working. My mom was a single mom. My dad was a single father and they always worked. So I knew it was in there. But when those conversations started happening between you and I, they were tough. I mean, thinking about putting my son, I think he had a year before he had to start school um, or VPK. And I remember us having that conversation or you telling me, okay, I think it's time, you know, we can put him in something. <laughs> the other two are in school. I think it's time. Um, and I might've actually skipped a few details because now when I'm thinking about it, 
we actually started the freight brokering when I was still dropping off Milani at school and having Trey in the back seat. Yes. So, so the time that you're what we're talking about is um, when we were trying to figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. We had just come to the realization that, hey, we do want you to do something. Yes. You're going to come back into the workforce. Yep. And now we're at the point where we're literally just, remember, we were going through yep. What to yeah. do. Yeah. And, and I want to talk about this, how we researched it, because the thing is, is like we're trying to figure out yeah. um, like what is going to be something that makes us money. And the biggest thing that we were looking at, we we were we didn't want her to just go get a nine to five. That was not an option because we yeah. it, it wasn't she had a better benefit being home with my kids, our kids, being able to give them the love, care and attention that they needed than serving someone else's job yeah. but we did entertain real estate real we strong being a real estate agent this is back when that clubhouse shit came yeah oh my everyone God. was on clubhouse remember yeah, i do remember and i know she for me i my personality like if you're around me if you're my friend business partner i would like to say that i'm going to motivate you and and that's what i want to do motivation sometimes for me can come like when i'm a little bit anal and i'm pushing you to do something that you may not want to do yeah um and Everyone can attest from from my wife, my, my partners now. But at that time, I felt very strongly that um, she needed to do something, but need to do something for her, but need to do something that's going to pay her what she's worth, and what she's worth ain't going to be found in a nine-to-five. No. Um, and we wanted to do something that she's the boss, and so we started to look, and we were just researching, and guys, the way we find these industries, you have to go seek it. You have to go find. We were literally typing in top 10 industries in 2023. Yeah. Or 2020. 2020, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 2021 was. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and and the industry that we were seeing, we were seeing like like the transportation industry. And it was rent a cars. Rent a cars. I took a course. Took a took a whole course. Yeah. That was the pity to me. I will we will buy a course so quick. Yeah. Buy a course, study it, and try to do it on our own. Yeah. So we took a course. Who has the balls to do that? I knew my wife was gonna take it and learn it. Yeah. And the goal was buy the course. She's going to learn it and start running and teaching me how to do it, and we can yeah. open up the business. And I yeah. think that's that's something big to, to know in your relationship. You have to find the balance, right? I think from the beginning, we found a very good balance of how I allowed my husband to be the leader of, yes. of our relationship at first, before we even had kids, but then our, our family, our household. Um, and we found that balance. I knew what I was good at and I knew what I wasn't good at and vice versa. And we fed off of each other's strengths yep. and weaknesses to get us where we're at. But my husband was, he, Mike was definitely in there researching all these businesses and I'm just a do it girl. So if you tell me this is what we need to get done, I'm going to do it. So we tried real estate, looked up some, started watching some real estate shows, started following some accounts, watching some YouTube. I quickly learned, eh, no, we both said that's Chasing not, listings that's and not all for that. us. Nope. And then we did the rent-a-car thing, and I took a course. I was in there, I think, a few hours every night. I still got that notepad. Night. She got a whole notepad full of oh notes. Anyone God. who wants to learn about the rent-a-car course... I'm in it now, I can tell you, but she got a whole notebook no, yeah. just of notes and everything from we'll, that. We'll refer you to our partner. Right, better than right, that. right. We'll refer you to Ron. But Ron you can got continue. that covered. I just wanted to make it a, a point that it is in a relationship, You in any type of working relationship, whether it's business or um, a, a pleasure relationship, you have to find 
that balance. Know what you're good at and allow that, whoever is the leader, allow them to lead. And I think in this generation that we live in. Talk about it. It's so, you Preach. know, pro, you know, independent women and, and you know. What is that word that everyone's, uh, submissive? Yes, being submissive is something that seems so wrong these days. And ladies, more power to you. If that's, if that's the life you want to live, if that's the way you want to operate, all power to you. I'm not here to knock anybody down. But for me and the things that I wanted in my household, I allowed my, my husband to be that leader and I knew when to be submissive and vice versa. It's not like he doesn't know when to be submissive as well. He knows when he needs to do that too in order for this to work. Yep. And I think that is key for everyone to know why it works so good in our relationship, but also in business as I'm well. I'm so proud of her. She just preaching right now. Thank I'm, you. I, I'm just... I, not to mess up her what she what she's talking about, but I'm glad you talked about that because right now you hear a lot of um what is the what is the guy that just passed away? Oh yeah. What is the guy that just passed away who used to talk a lot about relationships? Oh, Kevin Samuels. Kevin yeah. Samuels. Kevin Samuels is one of the guys that uh, I started to listen to a little bit. We used to talk a lot about that, and the our thing mentor is, actually brought him up. Our mentor yeah. put put us on to him, and um, when you hear submissive. And even sometimes early on in my, when I used to hear, I didn't even want to say the word around her because yeah. it's kind of like, it's like you just do everything that I say, but it's not that. No. Um, for her, she allowed me to be me, even though I know when being me sometimes it's like, eh, she yeah. allowed me to be me, which gave me the encouragement to go do what I saw a future in. I remember when I came to you for the real estate, I knew I wanted to do real oh, estate. Oh, yeah. I fucking knew I wanted to do real estate. Her yep. cousin was doing real estate. They introduced me to a mentor that I know wanted to do it. But I couldn't move forward because I had a, we had a whole family. Mike was born. We had three kids. Yeah, you were very much in your mind. I was in my mind about yeah. it. But then I came and talked to her one night, and yeah. I remember she just said, why don't do you it. go for it? Yeah. It was so simple. She just said, do it. <laughs> Why don't you go for it? She literally said, do it. She didn't ask about the finances, the numbers. And I think that's so key because not even being submissive, but the she just gave me so much. It's like, guys, you know how they always play. Like, you guys play a sport. Some of you guys played a sport before, right? So think about it. I used to play basketball. And so when you play a ball and you see the girl that you like, she's in the stands and it's like like before she wasn't in the stands you having a shitty game. But then she come in the stands, you like, oh, I'm putting on MJ mode now. You hoping, right? That's what she is in my life. She gives me that. She's like that battery. And so, like, when she said real estate, I was gone. And then going into, you know, just just now, our, when we're trying to decide what new business uh, endeavor she's going to go to, yeah. it's like, I'm her battery now. Yeah. Because I'm telling her, I know she's going to do it. Because I, I, I used to tell her I believe in her more than she believed in herself. Absolutely. And I always felt like that from Absolutely. pushing her to drive different things because <laughs> she's so powerful. That's... That's the main reason why I wanted her. I chose her because she, it, it, it's an aura, you know what I mean? You just feel it. All the other women, they were in it to be seen, and she didn't care about being seen. And it was like, what? Don't matter what you struggles, you felt like you had to go yeah. through. She just didn't care about being seen. She was confident in her, and I could. she just knew she wanted to take care of kids. Um, have a your, husband. Have a husband, yeah. cooking. She was cooking and cleaning before we had kids. Yeah. And, and I could tell that's how she's going to be in our relationship, and I didn't get that from no other woman. Yeah. And just like she said, being submissive, the women that I was with before were in competition with me. 
they were in competition with me, wanted to say how much money. I remember this one girl wanted to compare the checks that we were making. And when we came together, it was like how much we made together. Yeah. We had shoebox money yeah. together. Yeah. And so to get to the level that I'm at now, it's none other because of her. There was times that I'm feeling shitty, uh, didn't make the money I feel like, or she could have came in and she could have said, man, you ain't making the money. You spend all your time working. Why don't you get a job or do something like that? And, and, and it was never a point in time that she ever made me feel bad about what I was doing on the quest to, to financial freedom, being an entrepreneur. And, and so I, 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 I... Thank you, babe. I'm going to give her a high five now, but I'm going <laughs> to give her another high five at night. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my gosh. Um, but but so I'm, I'm trying to stay on point. I'm yeah. trying to stay on point, guys. Our story so, is long, and I know we can go for a long time. We're going to have to do a part two. Just know, because part two, there's damn sure going to be a part two, because we talking yeah. right now as 100,000 heirs. Yeah. But part two going to come when we millionaires. So yeah. I'll probably see you guys at the end of the year, yeah. most likely. Oh, for sure. But for sure. Uh, if y'all hear that, I'm being fucking serious when I say that. We being serious. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of go back, so yeah. n now fast forward and now, I just want I, was a couple questions I know we want to ask right now. Yeah. Um, so how do, do we... Do you want to break down how we got into the freight brokering? Because oh, I yeah, don't yeah. think oh, anybody okay. even really knows what okay. that is because we didn't even know what that was. I see. And you see what she does? You see how she <laughs> kept me on point? Talk, can you talk to her about a little coming bit? coming soon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so yeah, we were... I mean, we. My, Mike was doing all the research on all these businesses, real estate rent a car we quickly figured out that that wasn't going to work and then we went into trucking yeah and we even took a full course on trucking i believe yeah, yeah. we felt because of the pandemic we were starting yeah. to look in the trucks yes we started looking into trucking and we took a course on it um mike had some connections from previous mentors or whatnot that kind of led some to us to someone um that they felt we should have talked to we at this time i think we're planning on buying i don't know how many trucks and that was what we meant by trucking. Like, we were going to buy trucks and didn't know really what we were going to do after that. So so during the time as, like, we're literally trying to figure out what she's going to do, the pandemic is happening, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. And and what the, the industry that we kept seeing was transportation, logistics. So that's what we, transportation made us start looking at the cars. We did end up moving forward on the rental car company, just not with me and her doing yeah. it, with our partners, Ron and Rocio. Which Shout out to on. them. They're going to be <laughs> our next interviewees. Um, but um, we came to the trucking, transportation, the, 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 not the transportation, the just side, but just semi-truck. Yeah, trucking. Uh, a brother called Alex Good Energy. We bought his course. Awesome course, by the way. And like she said, through my connections, um, just talking to people. And that's one of the things, I, again, I want to highlight. I continuously talk to people. I'm curious. There's no one that I can meet that's going to say, hey, you know, Oh, oh, I know it all. No, I, I want to know as much as I possibly can. I know everyone has different knowledges and different things. And so through searching, I was able to um, find our current mentor. And I remember, it, you know, we didn't know anything about what a freight broker was <laughs> no or a freight idea. agent. No and idea. mind you, she thinks I'm going to talk to someone about purchasing semi-trucks. Yeah. And then I come back home and I tell you what? We're going to be freight brokers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, we're purchasing a mentorship. And How much? $60,000. And we're going to be freight brokers. And this is not out of the ordinary from husband because he comes home with a lot of crazy ideas. But in this moment, I knew he was serious. I knew he was sold. And this is what we were going to do. How? I had no idea because I knew nothing of it. I knew he knew nothing of it. And no one around us 
knew nothing of it. And that's how he came home that na- that that day. And since then, that's that's where we are now. And so, like she said, um, just to fast forward through that, from us starting that uh, that freight brokerage or that freight agency back in 2021, meeting our men- mentor. Yes. It's 2023. We're in February, and uh, our life is our life has totally changed. Now, obviously, we made some money before, uh, but the level that we're at now, the consistency that we have. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's unheard of. Uh, when I say unheard of, for us. Yeah. Um, we have more freedom, more time on our hands. And so now this is why we're doing certain things like the, the therapist. Because we see levels and areas that we want to continue to get better at. And I think that's the epitome of our relationship. Yeah. Um, we went from a very fast-paced few years. Um, and our therapist was actually the one that kind of broke this down to us. We I had feel like even... we sound kind of bougie. We just said, like, our therapist, like, a 500 hey, get dime. you a therapist really right right um but we went from living this fast-paced life to all of a sudden really putting into perspective that now we have all this time on our hands and not only do we have time we have money too so it's like now we have time Well, that's a difference you got some time and money you can do we something have now right money. all of our kids are in school at this point which obviously that was a journey in itself to get my son into to quote unquote daycare um, but we have time and, and we have money. And now we're seeing that there's little and we're working from home together, you know, and now we're seeing, you know, there's there's more time and certain things are coming up that we would have probably never realized before because we were just so in grind mode. Just communi- talk about it a little bit. Communication. Yeah. Getting deeper with each other. Yeah. You know, um, communication. Um, I mean, we share an office in our house. So we are usually in that office Monday through Friday, all hours of the day. Then right after that, we're going into mom and dad mode, household things, to then starting it all back up, sports for kids. So yeah, it it was a time where we're like, oh my God, what are we doing? We're now bickering a little bit more than we usually would because we have all the time in the world. Simple stuff. Dishes, simple stuff. Oh my God, yeah. The, The simplest thing. Now I'm a working woman. I'm I'm working, I, I'm handling kids, I'm handling our personal things, but I'm also handling a business. And now things that probably wouldn't have made me upset before are now triggering to me, right? Not- now, 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 how does that feel, though, for the, the women out there? You you have an entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur husband who has crazy visions and dreams to yeah. take over the world like Pinky and the Brain. You're taking care of three kids at the house, and you, you, you do a damn sure good job. Thank I would you. like to say I help a little bit, but... You do. But then you are also a very big part of our free agency. Yeah. So Tom Brady, Tom Brady just retired yep. after how many years yes, of marriage? That's a good example. Um, and it's because if you think about it, like when like you talking about games, championships, his wife is there to cheer him on. That could last. You got kids. Yeah. You could be so busy with your kids' life, parties, and then especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're you, whatever you do with work. Yeah. That could consume you. You wake up and you're in a routine of. Up and even in the routine of saying a kiss in the morning before you yeah. leave, those are all routines yeah. and something that our therapist. The one thing that that helped us, that's helping us out right now. We're, we're still new. Yeah. It just understanding that I have to slow it down a little bit. Yeah. We're great right now. Yeah. We are great, and, and it's time for me to slow it down to allow us to catch up with each other. Meaning that now it's time for us to go on more one-on-one dates like we used to do in the beginning. And when I say we're going on one-on-one, we have more time to talk to each other. 
understand each other's feelings and emotions and how we can help each other out now at this level. But guys, a little surprise for you. This episode is going to be continued. There's so much that we want to share with you guys. We want to make sure to give you guys the awesome quality, which is why we had postponed last week's uh, why we postponed one of our um, one of the RTO episodes. Um, we're not going to answer the question just yet, which again, should your wife be a business partner? We're not going to answer that just yet. My wife is, but that doesn't mean I feel like she should be my business partner. I'm just going to leave it like that, right? 